0: Everyone and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I—it's just Mary here right now. Uh, I'm just here, kind of recording a little bumper to introduce part two of our fantastic conversation with Jay Smith. If you missed it, uh, you can listen to last week's. Uh, otherwise, you know, you'd be completely spoiled. You won't. No, there's no spoilers. Um, regardless, uh, I think that's enough nonsense for me. I'll just uh, carry on with our conversation with Jay Smith. And, you know, I know you've written books and I know you've written um, audio dramas and all kinds of stuff is, is you know, and something we've kind of talked about before is that every time you take on a new medium, it is slightly different. You know, it, it's just, it's not, there's some things that carry over and there's some things that don't. Mm-hmm. Have you found that to be true that when you switched from one to the other, that there were some things that were like, oh, I know this and some things that just didn't, didn't translate?
1: Yeah, if you're writing prose or, or you're writing a story and as a novel or a short story, you can invest uh, a lot of time with a narrator doing the same kind of you know, first person or third person description. But it was difficult to change that to keep it fresh. It's, it's easy to get boring and expository with a narrator and incidental character voices where people are engaged. It's, uh-huh. it's trying to get a story told by the characters as it's happening. So that was it was very difficult for me to write an entire zombie story without a narrator at all and have it.
0: Yeah. How did you do that? that that's, I assumed you would have a narrator. But so how do you like set a scene? How do you how do you say where you are? I guess it, a lot of that stuff just kind of fades into the background.
1: It, it does. It's it's all a, um, it's really about suggestion and very subtle hints. Uh, I have one guy that. I, I, if I'm in an environment, I basically have somebody uh, ex- explaining what a situation is to introduce the conflict I so say that uh, somebody, we, we enter a place called HG world, which is basically a home Depot where everybody has gone to become uh, this community of refugees. Mm-hmm. So we opened with a, a status report that basically said the walls are strong. These people are doing well. Uh, these are our threats. And that basically sets the stage and, once mm-hmm. you have the familiar sounds of people moving on forklifts and you have people hammering and, uh, you know, the, the sound of a shovel cutting into dirt, people get that. People mm-hmm. quickly immerse themselves in the, in the cues. So they don't really need the visual.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And every, like every office is an office. You don't really need to explore what the office really looks like to the, to the most minute detail. You just change the acoustics yeah. of the sound. So you know that you're in a cinder block office, you know you're in a jail cell, or you know you, mm-hmm. that you're in an opera house. All oh, of those okay. things are very subtle and can be communicated just by pitch and, and echo and stuff like that. So that's, that's part of the learning curve as well.
0: Yeah, and I imagine you might make some other decisions to like, of the kind of things that would happen would be things that wouldn't necessarily require a visual right aspect to it you know like you 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 are in one place right so once you establish where you are and it's someplace that people are familiar with uh therefore you don't have to spend a lot of time going oh you know it's got a concrete floor and it's this big high thing because we've all been in a home depot and we know what that is right. as opposed to you know something that you'd have to explain in great detail i imagine that might be something you that wouldn't necessarily be a good fit for this type of thing unless like maybe want
1: to challenge. I don't know No, if you, you everybody's been into the woods, but if you need to mm-hmm. clarify a character would just happen to say something like, well, it's a good thing. It's summer. At least, you know, it could, <laughs> yeah. could be in the middle of de- dead the middle of winter and it would be a completely different situation. And oh, you're always the optimist, but it also establishes where you where and when you are. So it's typical dialogue that yeah. you, you don't want to. Ha- ha- one of the things I wanted to do uh, when you introduce a zombie, one of the great things that The Walking Dead does is it creates character zombies and so you kind okay. of even when you're looking at a zombie, they're not telling you their story, but you can see it on them. Their, their, their mm. story is right there. The character, the businessman who had his neck torn out versus, you know, a housewife who had one arm ripped off. There's something if, if you stare at this character, you kind of get a sense of where they're from. So when I wrote that, I had the actors who were performing the zombies make specific types of noises that were kind of it almost like somebody waking up in bed for the first time and they're just moaning trying to get get awake again. You, it, when uh-huh. you listen to that, you kind of know where they what what you're listening, what you're hearing, the kind of character that that you should be seeing in your head. But then I would have a, a a character who is not a zombie remark on it in some abstract way or be some some smart ass remark about it. To kind of say, "Well, uh-huh. this this housewife has seen better days." And immediately, oh, "Okay, housewife." And you hear that and you uh-huh. your brain fills in the blanks and boom, we're onto the next thing.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it, like I was gonna say, really, all you have is dialogue. But mm-hmm. you can explain that you you don't. You have other other little cheats, but really, all you have is dialogue.
1: Yeah. Which is probably why my characters are mostly smart asses, I think when it's all I, I try to use the it has
0: nothing to do with uh, with the writer himself's personality. No,
1: no, not at all. No, no. Well, I mean, you know, somebody yeah. who's who who will reference the world around them just to kind of make a connection or something like that. Or, um Aaron Sorkin is a, a master of taking a situation and creating a visual just for the dialogue back and forth. Well, yeah. And that's, that's, that's the goal of radio drama because you can watch an episode of West Wing or anything else he's written and not have to look at the screen once usually mm-hmm. because everything is, is in those characters and the characters are throwing the ball back and forth and are adding. It's almost like improv where every line of dialogue is a yes. And towards some ultimate goal. And yeah. that's what we do in radio drama, is that I'm painting, I'm, I'm making one brush stroke, you make the next one, another character walks in and adds their brush strokes, and by the end of the scene, we've created this visual image for the listener, but we've also moved that image to the next thing, so you've already uh-huh. had this image implanted in your brain, now we're going to add to it in the next scene. By the end of the show, you should have a complete vivid picture of everything that has happened in this episode based on each individual line contributing to the next.
0: That's really amazing. Yeah. It, That's super impressive.
1: It's it's easier easier than it sounds me describing it. It's, it's basically. Oh, good. If you, you start a conversation with somebody and you want to learn something from them and they're not being is if, if really all that forthcoming, you start to explore ways to bring that out of them. Mm-hmm. And you start making metaphors, you start making you know comparisons to other things to draw out a familiar a familiar connection
0: mm-hmm.
1: and say, well, what kind of car do you have? It's red. It has four wheels, right? Yes. OK. Uh, does it have any mm-hmm. other colors? What kind of you know, you just start asking those those leading questions to get them to say, well, is it a Buick? No, I would never own a Buick. What are you thinking? Oh, so you're yeah. more of a BMW kind of person. Oh, if I can afford it. Yeah. You Know that kind of stuff,
0: so the magic right there that was amazing. I was transported, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and eventually, you learn that they own a Hyundai, so yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, see, it's always a Hyundai, <laughs> that's awesome. Now, do you, do you also do like sound effects and things? Are you like you know, punching meat and uh, like uh, feet on, you know, like on shoes the on the table and stuff?
1: Yeah, we got into that toward the end when we can afford it. We started with a website called freesounds.org. Where it's mm-hmm. a huge library of just free stuff to download, and they that worked pretty well. Uh, then we had a Foley artist for a little while. He went out oh, in the wow. woods and recorded, uh, you know, just his treks into the mountains. Uh, any any kind of weapon he could approximate pretty well, and those guys love that stuff. Um, the the guy I, I worked with, Scott, he he would get a list. I would just write out every sound effect in an episode and what we needed. And he would come back to me and say, "Well, how loud is this? You know, is this that gun? That gunshot? Is that a nine millimeter or forty-five? What do you want?"
0: Like, Whoa! Okay. Uh, uh. I just wanted bang bang. Do yep. bang go. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That that's easier. I had a, a voice actor who wanted to know which dialect of Indian I wanted, and i went, nice. I, I, I'm a packlet. It broke. Make it go. I, <laughs> Telugu, okay i got you there yeah okay great thank you i have to look that up now
0: <laughs> yeah good you see you learned something yeah. white guy. that's good mm-hmm. awesome so how long does it take to make an episode or you know how much again this is super sounds super labor intensive and i'm super lazy but i also want to know like how long uh, how much how much time does this take oh, wow. um
1: depends on how many layers you want you could do a golden age style everybody's around the microphone with incidental Foley sound effects in one take it you you Mm -hmm. you have the script they basically go it's like a stage play uh Mm -hmm. to we actually worked this out at one point it there's a a formula based on the number of characters the number of scenes the number of sound effects um and i think the overall duration of the episode And, and i think our first episode which was in the flesh took about a week Maybe, maybe 30 working hours.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was the Fisher-Price version. Now, mm-hmm. now the, at the point where Mike Stokes threatened to kill me, we were doing <laughs> an hour and a half episode with 15 voices and over 200 sound effects. And that took him six months.
0: Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so the moral of this story is, there, I have no idea. It, it really depends on, on how, you know how experienced you are. I mean, if you're if you're working on the clock, obviously, you're, you're if you're doing this full time, you should be able to crank out uh, you know, an episode once a month. If you're dealing with mm-hmm. like a half dozen characters and a reasonable amount of music and sound effects. But after a while, if you, you know, you know, it's like kind of like if you're talking about a stage play or a television show, once you've built the sets, the sets are there. And the same uh-huh. thing is true of audio drama, because the engineer will establish uh, settings that represent this set that set this location oh. and then mm-hmm. you just plug your wow. actors in and once you know what the actors are delivering you know what equipment they have uh then you can have an, you can have auto filters yeah. on their on their performances to put them into each of those sets and locations so uh, you don't go overboard creating a different location every scene every episode but once you know that you're going to be in you're, you're, you're going to be in in you know, uh, you know, sitcom living room—that's the most yeah. common set you're going to want to use. I didn't learn that lesson until later on. When when I did Hidden Harbor Mysteries, I kept it to a minimum. But uh, you know, I wanted I wanted I wanted HG World to have like an epic scope that everywhere, every every episode, we were somewhere new. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's still a bounty on my head because of that.
0: <laughs> For that terrible <laughs> make get harder. And,
1: you realize, Jay, we all have full time jobs, right? And, and we have families, <laughs> and we're not getting paid. <laughs> So, <laughs> we appreciate your vision and all, Slappy, but uh, you might want to dial back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: You've been so it's, awesome. It's, it's all
1: you butt. with the pen. The pen's easy, dude. <laughs>
0: it's all of my imagination. Like, yeah.
1: What the, nice. Having an engineer come to me and go, I, I'm reading the words on the page. I understand where you're going with it, but I have no idea how we're going to get it there. <laughs> like,
0: okay. Yeah. Like, oh, good. Well, see, that's the challenge. That Walt Disney did that all the time, right? Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for the
1: comparison to Walt Disney. That's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, in a good it, way. I mean, it, can I use can... It as a
1: pull quote? I'd love to do that. Genius. Yeah.
0: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, speaking of which, as we're wrapping up here, but I couldn't help but notice a quote from Harlan Ellison on your website. Mm, yeah. How how did that happen?
1: Um, I wrote a book, and I I was on Harlan Ellison's fan uh, website. That uh-huh. was running for a long time and uh, every so often Harlan would jump in and read what was on the message board. And I made this post uh, that basically everybody was was pissed and moaning about something that week. And I decided that I was going to just, you know, everything I got, you know, I'm just having a bad week. My wife's mad at me. The kids won't talk to me. So I wrote out this huge country song about this guy who just went into a spiral up to the, you know, he stubbed his toe getting out of bed to the point where he was abducted by aliens and rectally probed. And I posted nice. that as a parody and Harlan responded to that with like two paragraphs of this is fucking genius. Nice. So when I was done with the book, I called, I, I emailed him through the, the system, uh, the sysop. Yeah. And I said, can I, can I use this quote on my book? Here's my number. Let me know. It was like a Hail Mary because I I was fearing him to call me and chew me out. He called me at home (gasps) and said, no, you can't use that quote, but I because I don't know what this book is about and I don't care to read it. But I will I will write this with you. And that's the quote that he he allowed me to use based on his knowledge of me as a writer on his website, which was. One of the greatest honors of my life, obviously.
0: Yeah, um, that's amazing, yeah. and wh- how generous of him to do that. Yeah,
1: I, I he owed me nothing, and and to this day, it's yeah. it's one of two conversations I've ever had with him, and, and I, I I was was transformed by both of them.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so exciting! It's good to meet your heroes, and then they they live up to it. That's yeah, that's the best because there's nothing worse than what goes the other way.
1: Yeah, that's what I was dreading. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> importunate. Yeah impertinent mortal
0: <laughs> yes i shall destroy you like oh i thought How you were dare cool but, you. No, you're a douche. but he's not i mean maybe he's a douche but he's not a douche to you and that's all that matters yeah, he's I,
1: I would i would say i don't think he's a douche my, you think he's a douche
0: no i don't, oh, think, okay. I, don't know. <laughs> I have no i have no opinion on the douchiness this is mary's opinion only this is not representative of the podcast <laughs> please no i have no idea mary's-
1: every encounter that I've, I've had around him he's he's very forthright and he's also he was always an advocate for writers rights so when nice. he was leading the picket lines and demanding that the author gets paid in every circumstance so as you know this group we can only benefit okay. from his advocacy
0: so well, that's yeah that's excellent that's certainly not douchey at all all right i rescind the statement that i didn't actually make <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, Jay! We could keep you here all day talking about this because this is fascinating and super fun. Um, but uh, we need to wrap this up. Uh, what? Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything that? Uh, where can our listeners go to find out more about you and get more of the awesomeness that is you in their ear? Holes? Wow.
1: Um,
0: or eye holes. I am not
1: paying you. I just want to make that clear. That's uh, that that mm-hmm. that yeah, kind no, of praise usually comes with a price tag. So thank you.
0: Oh, you you think so? But yeah, you'll know. <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> uh, most of my stuff is free to download at jsmithaudio.com. It has links to my, my, uh, audio work. Now, if you want to support me as an artist, you can always buy my books from Amazon. They're really inexpensive, uh, but, and especially you get great quality for the price that you're paying, at least in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. uh, it is HG world is a long haul. It's, it's something that you can, if you're a long haul trucker, or if you need something to get you through a month of, of commutes, It'll definitely Mm -hmm. get you six months worth of of entertainment for free. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, But everything, yeah, everything would be found through jsmithaudio.com.
0: Fantastic. Oh, thank you so much, Jay. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. If you can leave a review, uh, boy, is it great. makes us feel so good. But I don't think that's all we've got, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll just end by reminding everyone that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. And that's Jay. Bye. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.